when you do destination races, you should you should always prepare to bring something that you can eat because you don't know what's going to be there. That's right. We did read the on the website what was supposed to be there. Yes. So what was at the first aid station? Uh, four brown grapes, <laughs> three slices of orange, banana peels. Well, I thought that was what you're supposed to eat, <laughs> the peels. <laughs> no, not kidding. Banana peels. And when we asked for more bananas, they just shook their heads. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not-so-average runners. And they're off. Welcome, everyone, to a race recap episode by Gotta Run Racing. Whoa, where did we go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does seem like a while that we've done anything like this, but we went to Europe to run in a race. Actually, we went to Europe, and then, oh, by the way, we're going to do a race. It's kind of like one of those. Well, whenever you do travel around the world, or whenever we do, we always like to find something. That's right. That's, I, think, I think that's the best way to see a country. It sure is. And in this case, I was looking for a goal for the end of the season to train for. And I do believe we were put onto this race by one of our podcast guests, Aitu Silikbash who uh, is from Turkey but lives in Oakville, and we chatted with him about Western, and he mentioned that he did the Solomon Cappadocia Ultra Trail race as one of his qualifiers. For Western States. That's right. And points, I think, as well for UTMB. Quite possibly. And when he said that he did this race, and I thought, oh, wow, because I've been to Cappadocia. I know how beautiful it is there. I thought that would be a cool event, and since we were kind of thinking... We might do Greece and Turkey this fall. And lo and behold, the race is in the middle of October, which was perfect. So that's why we chose this race. Which is the? Solomon Cappadocia Ultra Trail. Nice. Now, you did a race over in Turkey before, haven't you? I sure did. And so did I too, funnily enough. And I think we chatted about that in the podcast. But I did a 15K as part of the Istanbul Marathon and if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the i2 episode or you can listen to our intro episode because we chatted about memorable races. Remember? We did. Yes. So this race takes place in the Cappadocia region of Turkey, which you'll probably be familiar with when you see a photo of it. It's where they have the volcano chimneys that formed millions of years ago when every time the volcano erupted there'd be levels of dirt that would settle and it formed these fairy chimneys and it's also where the uh, people lived in the caves so they dug out the rock and they actually lived in the caves and you see the hot air balloons well that's the only thing i know about cappadocia is the hot air balloons through the Love Valley, or I think it's called. Or yeah, something. yeah, and that's been really popular since Instagram. Anyways, they offer 119k, 63k, and 38k, which is the event that we did, and we had about 1,100 meters of gain, and it was a looped course, which is always nice because you right one giant loop, one giant loop. It just makes things easier. Um, the 119K is a uh, Western States qualifier if you do it in under 23 hours. And you do own, earn, rather, UTMB stones for the all three. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty inexpensive. 
I think, relatively speaking, it was 75 euros for our event, which is about 100 Canadian. And considering what you got, I think that was pretty, pretty worthwhile. Um, we started in the town of Urgup and we went through a small village called Uchisar and then a bigger town called Garame, where the national park is. Mm-hmm. It's an open air national park. Oh, obviously, national parks are open air. I was thinking of the open air museum as well. That's also in Gourmet. <laughs> okay, you're a bit confusing me now. <laughs> I do remember running. I do remember running outside the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was open air. It was an open air trail race. You're right. <laughs> Believe it or not, over 2,000 runners. Which is unbelievable. It is, because this race started in 2014 with 200 runners. It's a relatively new race, considering the amount of runners there are now. Yeah, yeah. And how many countries? 74 countries. We were the only Canadians in the 38K. I think there were a couple Canadians in the 119. Incredible. It is incredible, (laughs) yeah. The... Race website, just in case you guys want to check it out, is CappadociaUltraTrail.com. Cappadocia is C-A-P-P-A-D-O-C-I-A, UltraTrail.com. Obviously, it's a Solomon event. And that's their handle on social media, at Cappadocia Ultra Trail. Their race website was pretty awesome. It's very informative. You actually, cre- in order to sign up for the race, you have to create a login. And from there, you have your own homepage. And you have to upload a medical certificate before you get to the event. Um, You could book transfers because there's two airports that service Cappadocia. You could book transfers from the airport to and from. They're relatively cheap. They're very cheap. They were 11 euros each. And we were over an hour from where we were staying. And we even changed our return and they accommodated us. It was, it was. I was quite impressed with that. Yep. The website had all sorts of information. They had lots of information on what to do when you're there because one of their major uh, sponsors, Argius Travel, you could book a tour through them for the hot air balloon, for the region. So they were very hands-on. And anytime I emailed them a question, um, they were quick to get back to me. And what, funnily enough, I'd emailed them a couple questions that I could have found on the website, but just couldn't find because there were so many pages to this website. So great on them. I will mention though, you don't get any emails from them. So if you want any information about the race, you have to go to the website. They're not staying in communication via email, which is fine mm-hmm. as long as you know that. How did we get there? So we flew to Istanbul and then you can take an hour, fl- uh, just over an hour flight to either Kayseri Airport or Nevashir airport. Nevershire is closer. We went to Kayseri because there was more flights. But other than that, it was pretty easy. There's a gazillion hotels to choose from in the Cappadocia region. Highly recommend you stay in a cave hotel because that's all part of the experience. experience, yeah. Yeah. We stayed, I think, 400 meters from the start line. Which is amazing. Which was amazing. And then we moved to another town after the race because we wanted to be a little quieter. I just liked being so close to the entire expo and the entire experience. The start line, mm-hmm. finish line was the same. Yeah. And then just walk back. Exactly. I just, some races, how many times we had to drive so far back, an hour back to our hotel or whatever. Exactly. So that was just. It was so easy that way. Yep. Yeah. The expo was pretty good. 
there was maybe 12 or 15 vendors. Yeah, it was kind of in a small section of the town, but they really crammed it in. They did, which which was, is fine. Yeah, it was you neat. still you basically knew where it was. Everyone's there. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> there. Solomon obviously had the biggest presence. Yeah, um, they had those screens where you could take selfies. So they had all of our names right. on a screen, so everybody was taking selfies with their bibs. And there were a couple of vendors that, wow, we we stocked up on some good running gear. Yeah, cheap for us. The Canadian dollar does go far. In it does Turkey. go far in Turkey. And I'm always happy to see what else is happening in the world as far as swag and as far as le- electrolytes. Right. Because we're just so used to North America. That's right. But then you go over to Europe, it's like they have this whole other type of stuff going on. Completely different. Right. And so we're able to try all that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And uh, funnily enough, I choose brother, I cut, <laughs> I cut, is a Solomon-sponsored athlete for right. Turkey. Right. So we met him. And he helped us out with some of the logistics, and he was there volunteering for the race because, of course, he had just finished Spartathlon, which was only a couple weeks before, so he wasn't in any condition to run, but right. it was really so nice. I'm very to surprised that he was actually standing upright. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Exactly. And we learned that he got I2 into running not that long ago. So there you go. So now it's a family <laughs> affair. It was nice to meet him, of course. It was. And at Kit Pickup, which was interesting... Because for the 38K, well, for all the races, they had a mandatory kit gear list. Yes. For ours, it was pretty basic. Um, You needed to have, I think, a thousand milliliters, a liter of bottle. You're supposed to have a a cup, like a silicone cup, whistle, uh, running shoes, had to be trail, actually trail shoes, had to be trail shoes, and a vest to carry. So we showed up at the kit pickup without anything because we didn't think they were actually going to check. Well, let me tell you. (laughs) They had a picture. They had a picture inside of a bin. Like imagine the bins at the airport where you put your carry-on in. Yeah. They had a bin with a picture and you had, oh, and your phone. You had to have your phone. And you had to lay everything out on the the picture. (laughs) Which, good for them. Wow. It's mandatory. How how else are you going to check it? I know. And you did not have a whistle. I didn't have a whistle. So to buy a whistle. Yep. Uh, we only had the one phone, but they didn't argue that. Yeah. Well, we both had phones, but only one of us had service. Actual to you. To yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had to go back to our hotel and pick all that stuff up. But obviously our mistake for not taking that seriously, we're not used to that in North America <laughs> when they say mandatory that they actually check it. <laughs> right. Swag. Uh, it was funny because I was following their social media campaign for quite a while and on instagram they revealed this year's t-shirt and there was quite an uproar because the shirt appeared very plain Mm -hmm. on the uh, instagram video and people were like wow what what happened to the technical shirt where's all the color etc etc yeah because on the website i I find that very colorful the website yeah previous years the shirts were as well yeah. However, I actually like my shirt because it, it is a women's fit. Okay. Uh, is It's plain black. The logo's on the front and then run Cappadocia in big letters on the back. I don't mind it because it's not flashy. But in fairness, I probably don't mind it because you and I bought what I think might have been a previous year shirt. The okay. technical yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah, the balloons. Right. Right. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was $4 <laughs> Canadian. Yeah. So I don't mind that. No. 
I don't mind that it was plain, but I know that they weren't too thrilled about it, a lot of people. Pre-race included a meal the night before, which was fun because it was right at the start line. They had a DJ. They had a huge screen. Huge screen. They were showing... Previous years yeah. running and some of the course. And it's also in a type of rock crevice. Or yeah. Where yeah. You, you, every, all the tables are there, but if you look up mm. on the sides... You're in a rock. Yeah, you're. it's kind of like a valley. Yeah, of. something like that, yeah. which is kind of cool. And then it was obviously outside, so you, the stars. Yes. And they had a big fire going on. They and, did. And they're trying to feed 2,000 people. That's right. So it was pretty quick. We got our food quick. We sat down quick. We ate quick. Yeah, we did because we wanted to get back to Because I don't think it started till 6.37. Right. Which, night before a race, if we were doing the 119, there's no way we would have no, gone to that. we would not have gone. We would have had a dinner much earlier. Yeah. But, but it was nice to have. Yeah. And it was cool to see everybody. And people were pretty pumped. Yes. Well, right? the music was pumped. The, pu- <laughs> the music was pumped. It was fun. Yeah. I'm glad we went to that. Well, it was only 400 meters away. True. <laughs> but you never know, too, with what you're being served. I think we had a beef stew, some pasta yeah a salad yeah and the electric drink that's oh red bull red bull was yeah. sponsored everywhere red so. bull was red everywhere. bull anywhere you want it red bull and red bull in europe does a a cola and a ginger ale they're pretty good yeah they had a nice flavor to them mm-hmm. our race didn't start till 10 which how did you feel about that i've never started at that time before but it was kind of well, it's nice to wake up relaxed yes, and have your breakfast and, okay, I'll just kind of... I felt it wasn't more of a race. more of, It was more of me just getting up to go for a run. Right. Which is what I would do. Right. I would start running around 10-ish, but then you can, then on the flip side, you kind of feel antsy. Like, you want to get going. Yes. You want to get going. So, yeah, there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. I, I like the relaxed part, not having to get up really early. Yeah. For sure. The breakfast thing was a bit challenging, though, because if you've never seen a Turkish breakfast, yeah. Google it. It's mind-blowing. There's three, four kinds of cheeses, all sorts of sauces. Olives. Olives, salad, salads, breads. It, it's a, quite the meal. Right. And, and we were trying before to- Before a race, before, you know, you don't want to have all this. No. And we were trying to explain to our hotel. We just, just want- Eggs. Eggs. And fruit. And bread. And bread. And yeah, they didn't quite get it, but we, we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> now that Turkish breakfast is whole part of the experience. It was. It was. Mm. On other days, it was awesome, but you, <laughs> there's no way you could eat a full Turkish breakfast and then go run, no matter what. Yeah. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotterunracing.com. Have you checked out our virtual series yet? We Run the North. Celebrating Canada's national parks features a total of 13 10-kilometer challenges, one for each province and territory. How many national parks can you name? Well, there's Algonquin, and then there's Banff, and then that's it? Anyways, medals that connect, license plate-style bibs, and cool swag can be yours. Visit gotterunracing.com for more details. Now, back to the show. The course. We started with... Well, first of all, let's talk about the corral. Oh, the corral, yes. We, we, you had to go in the corral based on your bib number, 
Which was fine. Yeah, because people just, they go in and then they just sneak out. They moved up. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liked that on the bib is everyone's nationality. That's right. So we're trying to find who can speak English in this crowd. And of course, we find the Americans and the Brits, but everyone speaks English. A lot of people so speak English. So you can talk to anybody yeah. in that corral. That's right. And packing a thousand people in, trying to get ready to go. It's it's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. The music was going. Yeah. yeah. No, we met people from South Africa, Great Britain, US. There were Europeans. Well, 73 countries. That's, yeah. And yeah. we had um, our Canadian tattoos on oh, our yeah. calves. Yeah. And people noticed it. Yeah, they pointed did. Pointed it out saying, oh, Canada. Yeah. The only ones. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I noticed too was and basing it on the race I did in Istanbul about seven years ago, there were a lot of women in our race, Turkish women, which was great to see because I kind of expected the female participation to be lower, which it was in, in the marathon, but it wasn't. There were, there were more women in our event yeah. than there were men. I did notice that. Yeah. Which, which, is, is, which is fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was great to see for sure, especially in a Muslim yeah. region, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, the course with that thousand people, uh, it was very hard to jockey for position in the first. I think the first five k. Well, what what I find interesting is that we know everyone knows you're running up this road. First, we start on an uphill, mm-hmm. and then you're running this road, and then you get into a single track, pretty quick. Yep. Now, the people at the back of the pack are trying to jump into the front of you. We, you can't. No, you can't. And because on both sides of the single track is this rock formation. That's right. That if you try to run up the rock, you're sliding it back down. Yeah. So you have to be patient. If you wanted to not be in a Congo line, mm-hmm. start at the front of the race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that the, the, the trail race scene uh-huh. is so new there that they don't they don't have the same kind of quote unquote rules etiquette okay per se because people were walking on the left there were like they're walking three abreast (laughs) running three abreast like there was they need to figure that out i think (laughs) i don't know personally but it's just for me it's just common sense you know you're going to be stuck in a conga line yes Start at the front. Right. But for us, we weren't concerned about pace. We weren't there to race. We're not racing. For us, no. We were there to run, hike, take pictures. Take it all in. Exactly. Yeah. So, But but people are are trying to get in front of us. Like, slow, you can't. Yeah. And as a result, we leapfrogged the same people (laughs) so many times. Anyway, that's the beginning of the race. That's the beginning. Once we got all that cleared up. Yes. Yeah. It did open up. It did. And... It was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Every step is a picture. Every corner, every hill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you run this race and not... Stop. Unless you live there, you got to be taking it in. I know. And that's why we love destination races, because it's brand new and we just want to see it all. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very runnable, right? Yep. The whole thing was runnable. The whole thing was runnable. There was some cars ups and downs. Yeah, there were some decent climbs. There was one kind of in the middle there that was longer, but otherwise very runnable. And the, of course, the terrain is great because it's not rudy. 
No. There were some some sections where you had to navigate through the tight rock, though. Right. Well, some people are hesitant. Very hesitant. Of going down the slippery rock type. Yes. I don't even know how to... There must be a word for it. It's volcanic rock. Okay. So it has a different feel to it, but, but they were very hesitant. Yeah. Just be confident and run. <laughs> yeah. I loved the downhill sections when I could burst it out. Right. Because you could definitely make up time, but... There were a lot of people who were not used to downhills. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also the some of the other sections of the course is when you're running through uh, through a cave. Yes, that's right. We went in a couple. Yeah, and where you have to really bend down to get out of it. Well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. It was interesting. And then you're we're also low and running through a, a crevice. I don't keep saying crevice, but is it the word? Because um, when you're looking up and you see mountains on both yeah, sides. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's just, yeah. I just kept filming everything. Oh, I know. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? Aid stations, there were only two. Right. 12K apart. We knew that going in. We knew that going in. So we had some gels. We had we stocked up just in case we don't, when you do destination races, you should, you should always prepare to bring something that you can eat because you don't know what's going to be there. That's right. We did read the on the website what was supposed to be there. Yes. So what was at the first aid station? Uh, four brown grapes, <laughs> three slices of orange, banana peels. Well, I thought that was what you're supposed to eat, <laughs> the peels. <laughs> no, not kidding. Banana peels. And when we asked for more bananas, they just shook their heads. Literally, uh, oh, crackers. I think I took three crackers because I was starving by this point. Well, when we when I got in there, I was in there first to scout, and I found you and said, "Let's just get out of here." Yeah, because we're wasting our time. That's right. Let's just get out. We have what we need to get to the next aid. Yeah, and I, I was fine. Yeah, I'm twelve k. I could still keep going. Yeah, no, I'd had a gel, and I think the three crackers, <laughs> and then we got to the second one, which was great. Yeah. It was a buffet. Well, th- what was at the second A station, which is now we're at 24, 25K, yeah. was the cakes. The cake. I go, where's the cake? <laughs> There's the cake. They promised cake. Yes. So I was eating cake and they had all app- the bananas. Bananas, oranges, apples. Yes. All the drinks. Yes. They- I think it's because all the different distances go there yeah so they had to really stock up there. right and maybe the first aid station was only us but that's a thousand people so yeah i'm not sure what happened i don't know there. whatever yeah. but end of the day we stocked up on the second aid and and we're fine yeah but what towns did we go through before oh right so the first aid station yeah i think was uchisar mm-hmm. which was a really cute little right place. it was a quiet place very quiet yeah the second was was gourmet and the worst part of it was you see the the aid station through the rocks you oh, can hear it right they made us climb to the very top where the turkish flag was yeah. the highest point of the town and then all the way down through all the tourists because that's where the open air museum and the national park was so it was very busy because mm-hmm. it's saturday and by the time I got to the aid station, I swear it was 20 minutes. Yeah, well, you know what? Okay, but because on top of where the Turkish flag was, was a gorgeous scenery. Yeah, it was a beautiful view. <laughs> and, I, and we did stop and take more pictures. We did. So there's that. Yeah. 
But before that, I was remember the time where we were running through that flattish desert part and people were just cutting the course? Yes. The course is clearly marked. Yes. And it was clearly marked the entire way. You're right, it was. You, you know where to go, people. Yes. However, so we went the marked and half of the thousand people were cutting. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself as a director, you know that this is a obvious cut section mm, here. Mm-hmm. So why not just mark it, off. Mark it that way? Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't save very no, much. No, and it didn't make no difference or make no sense why we had to go that way anyway. Right. There right. was nothing over there to see. No. So, Especially in the town. Remember when we yeah. got to the town and people, the course was right and people were going left and then all of a sudden we get around the corner and they, there they were? Yeah. That didn't make sense. No, so just just mark it that way. Yeah. Anyway, that's as a director, that's what I would do <laughs> so that nobody can mark, can cut the course right anyway yeah that's another little pet peeves yeah <laughs> pet peeves so the finish line <laughs> oh well you're getting tired at this point we, we were out there for how long at, before the finish? six hours six hours yeah but, like i said this is a run slash hike yeah it was a right en- enjoy the right and scenery and race see the thing so i'm at 38k the finish line has to be here right we cross a road and what do we, <laughs> what do you see Downhill cobblestones. Okay, so we're running into the city, back to where we started. Yes. Downhill cobblestones. Yeah. I don't care how long you're running. <laughs> that hurts. It hurts. They're uneven. Yeah. And, They're, you're and it was a steep hill. It was steep. Yeah. And you're pounding. Boom, 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 oh. boom, 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 But I couldn't wait to get to the finish line, so yeah. I was trying to, trying to ignore it. They had a live camera. Yes. Uh, maybe 400 meters from the finish that they were actually streaming. My sister was watching the streaming. Mm. She missed us, but I didn't realize that. So that was cool. And of course, again, another party at the finish line. Yeah, it was. Well, because the some of the this time of the day, some of the earlier event runners. Winners. Winners. Or even the, the 63 Kers were coming in. Mm-hmm. Everyone was pretty much coming in now. Right. At this time. Right. So it was, we're all mixed going in. So it was a big party. Yeah. Big party. The medal's nice. I like it. It's, uh, you can head over to our social media. We did a nice little medal post. But again, at the finish line, they were serving food. Like yeah. a f- full buffet again. Yeah. yeah. We weren't hungry enough at that point And we wanted to, we were moving hotels. So we kind of wanted to just get out of there but we had soup and yeah but it was a full buffet yeah and it was uh, i don't know how long that went on for because the late runners from the earth from the longest distance were coming in in the night right and we were long gone by that we point. were long yeah, gone so yeah hmm. yeah for sure wow this the whole thing was quite fun actually it was fun and it, i didn't feel pressure because i knew that this wasn't even though i picked it as a goal it was more like it was part of our holiday experience mm-hmm. and you'd never been to Turkey. And I thought, I don't need this as a put the pressure on to do well in a no, race thing. No, no. It's hard to do that at a destination anyway. Well, I find. like I said, I've, we've been in races where we had to meet cutoffs. Yes. That was not happening this time around. No. No. We had all the time in the world. That's and, right. And we didn't need stones for UTMB. No. We don't need... We didn't need qualifying like some people are out there getting their ticket to western That's and right. so they had to 
get under 23 hours, and I understand that. Oh, for sure. That's racing. Yeah. But not us. We were there to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so would you do it again? Well, when I went to look online for the photos and I saw the other distances, the 63, the 120, they started earlier, they ran sections where the balloons were taking off. Oh. And I thought, oh, wouldn't that be something? Because we didn't see one balloon at all. No, we didn't. Uh, so imagine starting this race and then all the balloons are above you. Yeah, that would be something. So would, be would cool. I go do it again? Sure. There's a set, there's whole other sections that I didn't get to see that, right. that they did, we didn't do. Uh, if I was going for Western, that would be a nice uh, 120K course. You would, it's a reasonable to do that in under 23. Too. Yeah, I think so. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I think they have over 3,000 meters of climbing, which isn't. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have to kill myself in a hundred mile or to get a ticket to Western. I'll go and go there and do a 120. Right. Having said that, I've done some harder hundred Ks than hundred miles <laughs> in my <laughs> career. Anyway. So yeah, I would go do it again and go back to Turkey and see some other parts of Turkey. Yeah. yeah. I definitely recommend the race. I yeah. don't know that I would do it again because obviously our list is pretty long, but I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So what's next? Well, what's next is your race in <laughs> March, which is what you're training for. <laughs> I'm just cutting back. Yeah, you, know? you gotta you gotta coast until UTMB. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about what I'm doing in March in another episode. Okay. Stay tuned for uh, what's coming up. Cappadocia Ultra Trail, done and done. We are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website, gotarunracing.com, for more details and join us on social media at Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.